0: Stansberry show Rock 1069.
1: Welcome to the Stansbury Show on Rock 1069 what is also a new tour Tuesday. Coming up at nine o'clock you'll get new Selena Gomez, new Chris Stapleton pretty excited about that and also New Hell yeah joined every morning. By the able-bodied Matthew Fantone. Buddy, how are you?
0: Uh, good, man. It was a... Uh, what do I want to say? I felt like it was everything I wanted out of a weekend. It was long. <laughs> I got some stuff yeah. on, Yeah, dude. Memorial Day. The kickoff okay. of summer has happened. Well, walk me through it. It's all good stuff there.
1: Take me through uh, it. Uh,
0: Friday night, nothing too extravagant happened. On um, Saturday, I ended up going to a house party for a... Uh, what do I want to say? One of the who's who of Canton, Ohio, in my opinion there. Uh, my buddy Jason Reese, uh, family lawyer and, uh, okay. and, and, and whatnot. Um, and it was... Dude, an S show. It was just crazy. Um, Just just all the brown liquor you can think of. Oh. Like all of it. Dude. Going <laughs> like, racial early? Like it? Like it? All, all the brown liquor was there and uh, it was just, it, you know, they had a smoker going and they had a pig on it and it was dude, it was a great time. Oh really yeah, those was. are usually really good. Yeah, it, re- it really was. Um, Sunday kind of just spent the whole day hungover, but like it was nice, so it was nice to like sit outside and kind of do that whole oh, thing. Oh, sweat it out, yeah. Yeah, and then, and then yesterday, obviously Memorial Day kind of the uh, The reason for the long weekend, there went to the uh, the Canton uh, Memorial Day Parade. I was at that? The, up at the up at the Monument Park. It was nice. It really was. It was good to see uh, a lot of Canton come out and kind of support. You know. The military and support that concept of, of, of what Memorial Day is supposed to be about and kind of, you know, pay tribute to uh, to those lost. So it was. It was nice, man. What about you? What's the story? All right.
1: So I had a friend in town. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I'm excited yeah, for this morning. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's, uh, she's leaving. I, I, I think she's actually like pr- probably getting up like right about now okay. and going to head back to Montreal. It's like, an, I, I guess, like a 10 hour ride. And uh, she drove it. I think that would have been a longer drive than that. 10 hours? You think so? Because you're like, it's another country, right, man. Montreal, man, you know? dude. That's way, Exactly.
0: Way. Yeah. It's far away. No, it's
1: about 10 hours
0: in okay. the car, I guess.
1: And um, so, you know, this will be a little peer into me. I, it's not so much that I'm like, it's like her, get her the hell out of my, but it, there is a little bit of like, okay, I'm ready. To, there's a reason why I live alone. Yeah. It's because I do prefer it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean, and so I am a little excited to get back to my you know everyday life. But it's always cool to having people in town because you end up doing things that you wouldn't normally do, and you end up taking them to do all the things. Like, a fi- you know what I finally got to do What's that? is we went to the Crush House of Gervasi. Okay, dude, really good, swanky, yeah, and really, really good. I, I like both the food and the service were really, really good. I will, I can't wait to go back there. um is one of
0: those places you go to it and you kind of almost forget you're in Canton. You're like whoa how did I and it's That's a just, huge compliment you know it, it really is you I'm just, totally kidding. but you just kind of turn off the road there and then all of a sudden it is it's like you're in another place It well, is.
1: we got there and the sun hadn't gone down yet okay. right so then we had dinner and you know a few drinks we ubered in and all that and so then the Uber comes and gets us and as we're pulling out of there it the sun had gone down, so now all the trees are lit uh, up by the Christmas lights and all that, and you get that whole thing. And it was like, man, this is pretty nice.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's this de- pre- dude, this is pretty nice back it, here. It's it's definitely somewhere you want to make sure you uh you know you're wearing a collar and you shower beforehand. But it is, dude. It's a uh, I did all of those things. It's, it's 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 a nice establishment.
2: It is. Yeah,
1: I did all of those things, and you know, so you know, and then we watched an Indians game on the patio at right. Krause's the other right. day. That was pretty good. You know, make sure she had some good pizza while she was in town. You know what I mean? We ate. That's what we did. Just we sitting ate. there shoving food down your faces. I took her to the you know, McKinley Monument, but okay. we did this not on Memorial Day. I believe it was Sunday is when we did that. I, I, I don't know. I can't keep all the days straight. But, um, and I don't know if you and I have ever talked about this before, but there was something, there's something happens there that I want to do, but I'm not sure it's okay. And that's the okay. running of the steps at the McKinley oh. Monument. I thought you were going to say, like, I don't know, like, like hookers or something. I was
0: like, <laughs> all no, right, no, no, well, I want to do it, but I don't no, know if no, it's okay. No, no, no. Okay. Like,
1: I understand that that's great exercise. Yeah. Well, right? Of course. And so we walked up there and I took her through there. She had never been to it. So I was like, all right, well, let's go check that out. You should see that while you're here. Not right. every city has a place where, like, a, a president's final resting place is. Most cities don't have. Them.
0: No, it's funny. Um, my girlfriend, we went there for the Memorial Day Parade and my girlfriend said to me, she's like, babe, and any of the other other cities you lived in, like Flint, did they have one of these? And I'm like, why would they have had one of these? Like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, no, they didn't every have Every city just doesn't get a president, so yeah, I mean, it's definitely something to see.
1: Yeah, I was like, you know, right. you're here. If you have never been to this, we should definitely go do that, right? And so as we get there, she's like, oh my god, she you know, I bet that would be good exercise. If she's watching young, yeah. you know, fit people run yeah. up and down the things. Yeah, and I said to her, I was like, I've thought about doing it as exercise, but there's so, it doesn't totally sit right with me and yet i want to go do it today like that's I, like it's been on my mind since we did i was like i don't know if i should do that but i i <sighs> Is that all right? I mean, it's a resting place of a president. I don't right. know if we should be using it as a treadmill. Like, I don't know. It just didn't it doesn't look great.
0: It's not like it's, you know, the steps that Rocky ran up. Like, it's it, not a courthouse. Right. This is I mean, essentially a tomb. This is a this is a, a, a and it's not like they built it for just some reason or just some guy. I mean, it's obviously there and it's kind of something that's supposed to be respected and kind of honored there. Um I agree with you and I you know, I I, I don't know if I want to say if it's right or wrong because there's a part of me that's like, you know... Well, there's a lot of people that do it. Oh, so a ton I, of people.
1: I, I don't want to turn a bunch of people off because, I mean, yeah. it's...
0: Yeah, dude. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> you don't
1: care about turning no, them all off? No, okay.
0: they'll be fine. They'll. they'll, they'll if, if this is. If go, they're this, gonna live. If this is what's gonna bring them down is us critiquing their exercise habits at the, McCon- or the McKinley Monument, uh, the, dude. Then they were. They've, they've been. The long irony gone.
1: of me critiquing his <laughs> workout <laughs> regimen, right? I mean, I get that.
0: Now, I, I, I will say, it definitely feels. It just, I don't want to say disrespectful because it's not like they're spitting on it, but it feels. Yeah, I don't
1: want to jump the shark with it.
0: It, it feels almost like. Uh, negligent or something like that, like where you don't care, where it's like, eh, I saw whatever. kids like
1: sliding down the sides, right. of, like where, you know, on, on the side of the steps. And I was like, all right, kids are kids. And yeah. so I was like, all right, you know, at some point I got to not be so critical. Y- yes, but
0: dude, parents are supposed to be parents. And if your kid is sliding down the goddamn monument, if this was a normal cemetery and your kid was like jumping up and down on tombstones, we'd all be screaming at you. And
1: you are a stone's throw away from a from a cemetery. I mean, it's right, not that right, it's right there. It's right I mean, there. Yeah, I'm not sure my parents would have let me slide no, down. There. No,
0: I can guarantee you my parents would have been like, Dylan, what are you doing? I guarantee yeah, you. Yeah, I
1: feel like my dad probably would have had a hard time with that. Um,
0: But I guess the counter to that is, in like, without the people going there and exercising, I mean, how much does foot traffic alone cut back? I mean, who's going there? Because, but like, do you care about that foot traffic? Well, I mean, I, I, uh, number one, I want people to go to it and at least like kind of like, all right, at remember least, it, right? At least I see what this is, and even if I don't exactly understand, I know there's this big monument in Canton and President McKinley, and at least it gives you some sort of an idea of okay. what of, 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 of what that like is. I said, I'm
1: kind of in the, on the middle because I like there's part like there's a very good chance I'm going to end up there this afternoon doing this, and I
0: want people to go to that museum. I want them to know that it exists. I want there to be people. People There I do. I, you know, you just want there. It, it's a park. You want it to be used. Um, but like yesterday, so we're there and obviously there's like a parade going on. I mean, it's not like it's a, 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 a discreet thing that's happening there and there's people running up and down the steps. And we got there, I don't know, 15 minutes before like the parade really kicked off. But as the parade's going on and everybody's meeting up in that parking lot there, like people are still going up and down the steps. And I'm like, okay, uh. I'm like when are they gonna stop? And then you've got the band sitting there and people are still going up and down. And then wow. you've got and then you've got like people, like World War II veterans speaking to this crowd, and people are still like jumping up and down these steps. On Memorial steps. Day. On Memorial Day, there's people like doing yoga on them. There's these two broads, they're doing like these like leg things.
1: That's not, that's not a great look. That's
0: not a great look. That's not a good physical look. fitness. And dude, you got to go get your workout in. And you got the day off, and you feel like it's you you know, the, the, the summer, the summer kickoff, <laughs> right. or whatever. But I mean, just a little bit of tact. A little bit of like, okay, there's something else going on. Yeah, here. it wasn't crazy about for it. some dude who had his shirt off and he's running up and down the
1: steps. Um, the yeah. Mayor Burnaby's giving this
0: speech, and I'm just like, are you effing kidding me, bro?
1: Ah, yeah. I, all right, here's the thing on any given like Tuesday whatever when right. whatever right but like as the parade's kicking off as veterans are speaking right. I, like i yeah it's probably just uh, yeah it, it's probably time to stop the running at that point point. and then once everything finishes and wraps up go back to doing whatever you want i, I, I don't know like w- we sat there and i felt like such an awful person cuz i was standing at the top of the steps like judging people i was like well first of all i couldn't run these so like judging you like on that level yeah, seems, seems, it's like, oh, oh, seems oh, absolutely oh. crazy, and <laughs> I also didn't want to be one of these people that's like, oh my god, I'm like wildly offended by that because like I'll be honest, like, do I really emotionally care about it? No, but it did. It does ring to me like I don't know if that's the best decision making I've ever seen.
0: But at what point does do the standards just get dropped then? Because if none of us are allowed to be offended or like turned off by anything, if it's all of a sudden I'm like, oh, dude, what are you? Offended, you pussy? Look at you. You're watching people <laughs> running up and down the steps. Right. At, at what point is it just like within well, right. F it? We can just do whatever we want?
1: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you got to hold a line. At yeah. some point, you got to hold a line. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not sure I can believe that strongly that that's where my line would be. Well, you know? listen, I'm not saying you need to go die on that line, but you can believe in that line. I just think it's very funny. This is, an, this is a true story, right? So after the steps, we ran into another couple who was like legitimately trying to run them as exercise at Krause's
2: and saw <laughs> eating pizza,
1: pizza and beer like we were. Like We went to go visit it, and then we went and got pizza and beer, watched the Indians game. They were there to exercise, and then sure enough saw them on the patio at Krause's. I laughed so hard when I saw that. I was like, yeah, I know what you're trying to do, trying to justify that pie with them steps. I'm not totally sure it works out that way. An athlete is having a fall from grace like we have maybe never seen We'll get into that next on the Sandsbury Show 106.9 Welcome back to the Sansbury Show Rock 106.9, 9 o'clock, is New to Tuesday New Selena Gomez, Bad Liar New Chris Stapleton, either way is the name of that New Hell Yeah Love Falls I'm interested to hear that Hell Yeah I've always been a Chad Gray le- uh, singer of that band I was always a fan of his Liked Mudvayne, the band from which he hailed Hell Yeah has had a couple of hits I liked Obviously, most famously, probably I would imagine their biggest song was Alcohol and Ass, right? Yeah. I would yeah, I would imagine that was probably the biggest hell yeah song.
0: Uh, they're just good though, like for what they are. I'm not saying like, dude, hell yeah, we're reinventing the wheel, greatest band on the face of the planet, but they're always pretty good.
1: Yeah, I bet that song will be alright. Also, listen to this 730. We'll talk to Scott from Winning then 745. We'll get you hooked up with Monster Truck Destruction Tour tickets that going down Stark County Fairgrounds, shoot second and third. I know, dude, the phone lines oh, will yeah. light up for that. Oh, yeah. There's
0: no question about it, dude. And your boy's going to have to uh, see if a pair of those tickets fall off the back of the truck. Are you something. a monster like, truck oh, fan? Oh, come on now, dude. Come on now. So, Am I a monster yeah, truck fan? A lot of come crossover
1: in the wrestling monster truck crowd, right? A lot
0: of crossover,
1: dude. Um,
0: and I'm glad it's the monster truck destruction tour. Not just the monster truck tour, because that'd be one thing. But this is the monster truck destruction tour. 745, we'll get you. Up with us. Can't wait.
1: So you know I'm all excited this morning yeah. because I get to talk about one of my favorite things in the whole world. Yeah. Because the most famous golfer of all time got arrested. Tiger Woods has been arrested on suspicion of DUI. And this is what's well, interesting for a lot of different reasons. This is a fall from grace with Tiger that we've seen because it's not mm-hmm. only the loss of the game, it's the loss of keeping it together off of the course as well simultaneously, all together at the same time. So it's like it's, there's no denying that these things go hand in hand.
0: Yeah, game fell apart, life fell apart, everything kind of fell apart for the guy. And and and, and from how high he sat to how low he is right now, it's like, dude, it just what, go- a, what a stark contrast It there. just
1: goes to show you that when your parents kind of push you into something and when that thing gets taken from you and you no longer recognize yourself because you're so defined by it, what happens to your life? Tiger didn't define himself just as like, hey, I'm a
0: professional golfer. There's plenty of guys out there who play on the PGA, and that's who they are. That's what they are. Right. Tiger defined himself as the greatest golfer of all time, and when that gets taken away from you, just being a golfer isn't going to be good enough. That's not. That's not going to feed that 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 beast inside of you of like, this is who I am. This is what I am. Where where you know other guys could eh, lost a couple of swings on the game, and you know you move on with your life. Tiger not capable of doing
1: that. No. And uh, you know on a whole. Separate conversation, and I I'll, I'll try to keep us on track, and not go too far down this rabbit hole. It does give you another, you know, peer into how great Nike is at spotting the next thing. Yeah, I mean, dude, they plucked Michael and Tiger. That's an amazing, that's an amazing pick ratio right there. So the Tiger Woods thing, now he's claiming it's not alcohol. He's claiming he didn't know that these medications he was taking, if you mixed them together and this kind of stuff, that the reaction. But Tiger, it's three o'clock in the goddamn morning when you got arrested. It wasn't 11 a.m., like you were on your running errands and you know, you're on this stuff because your back hurts. It was three o'clock in the morning. You were doing something. Yeah, I mean, it would be a lot
0: more plausible if it was, you're right, was in the it middle noon? of the afternoon and oh my god, I can't believe this happened this is a 3am thing, and the further away you get from midnight, the, the, the more guilty the The more problems
1: are, right. you're gonna have at 3am right. trying to sell me on that now, I don't know that alcohol was a factor, now some people just purely party on pills so it could have just been that.
0: Right, and I think there needs to be kind of a point made there, is that like, okay, even let's, let's take him at his word, and alcohol was not a part of this you, as a, a, a driver, you as a, a licensed holder in the United States of America have a responsibility not to get behind the wheel intoxicated on anything. On anything. On anything. It doesn't matter whether these are prescribed pills or not you have a responsibility to know how those pills are going to affect you
1: before you decide to get behind the wheel. And you ran in way too sophisticated circles to tell me that you didn't know the effects of painkillers. Wait. You ran in too You're not an idiot. Like, like you were a global star. Like you get educated in that realm on pretty much all, on a lot of things. On enough to know that that drug addiction for athletes could be a problem.
0: It's not not like you went to the free clinic and some doctor just kind of like some pill pusher just I said. Don't I, you push out, I don't know. I got hurt at work and care. I took this thing. Wait, I don't, you've got the best the doctors. The best doctors on the face right. of the planet. If, the, if 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 they didn't tell you, hey, you know this is these are the side effects, dude. You have a responsibility there.
1: I think a lot of this is he sits at fourteen majors. He's four behind Jack. He knows he's the greatest competition golfer of his era, maybe all time, and it, it, he knows he's not going to reach it, and so it makes him crazy. It does it. I think, I think a lot of it is that. I think a lot of it is the fact that he wants to be out there and he's watching these young kids like Jordan Speed, Dustin Johnson, Jason Day, and all these guys kind of like basking in the sunlight of something he created. Tiger Woods create, like, this is what's crazy. When before Tiger Woods, like, the first place purse of a golf tournament wasn't a million dollars. Every week these guys play on tour, first place is a million or more. That wasn't true until... Dude, he built all of that. That's all Tiger Woods. And I think he sees it passing him by, and he can't mentally handle it. He can't handle it, and he's breaking down. What a tough
0: pill to swallow. No no, no pun intended there. Um, what a tough pill to swallow when you... By all accounts, really did have you know eyes on the prize of dude. I am going to be the greatest of all time. I mean, when he was in his peak, there when he was when he nobody was dominating, was nobody was even close to him, and he had all the time in the world to catch Jack. All the time in the world. It's like, dude, he's young, dude, he's hot. He's dude never by gonna... age
1: could still do
0: it, right? I mean, honestly, he still could if he was playing up to the to the level that he was. But then for all of a I mean, sudden, Phil still wins. You know, the Thanksgiving night incident to today, dude, your life has just spiraled out of control, and that dude. That, that does. To go from the greatest of all time to dude, I can't even drive my car without getting arrested. I mean, it's gotta be a tough place
1: to be. And I've said that I think that his game problems are 90% mental. He keeps talking about how, and now his body is shot. I mean, he swung at an aggressive like pace and it was unnatural and I'm sure his body's hurt. But I think it, but I've always said, I think his problems are 85 to 90% mental. He thinks he's more hurt than he is. And he doesn't like the fact that he can't win tournaments by 25 anymore. And he, and so like It bothers him because he made the long ball sexy, and now all these kids, all these young guys, small guys, are out there on, on the tee hitting at 320, 330. They can all do it now. and like So I think it got in his head, and it's just he realizes, like, eh, I could still win, but I'm not sure I can dominate the way I once did. And, and I think it mentally hurt him. Now, I, another media type in the area like, was all over this yesterday. And of course, I took offense to it because he was like, you know, okay. worst, worst role model ever. And I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna go with OJ Simpson. Yeah, I was <laughs> okay. gonna say I can pick the worst I'm, up some I'm, I'm ones. probably picking OJ Simpson. He's like, nobody's ever gonna remember Tiger now for his playing. They'll remember him for his troubles. And I don't think so. We're talking about a DUI. Well, well, two now, essentially, right? I mean, it's not, I mean, yeah. like, I mean not. it doesn't erase 14 majors. And I'll tell you, his legacy are the guys I named. It's Rory McIlroy. It's Jordan Spieth. It's Jason Day. It's Dustin Johnson. It's all these guys who grew up idolizing this guy now who are now winning majors. That's Tiger's legacy.
0: Obviously, I mean, a DUI is not something that you're going to point to your kids at and be like, hey, do that's that. what you
1: strive to do be it. right there. No, never.
0: Um, but it, let's also not act like it's murdering somebody. I mean, th- nobody was injured. There was nothing that happened here. So really, at this point, I mean, yes, Tiger Woods made a big mistake. And any, a, a, a DUI is a horrible mistake. You should never put yourself or others in that, in, in, in that risk of harm there. Um, but it's really going to be what does he do? After this, where it's like, well, can you look at this guy as a role model? What if this is
1: the catalyst to like the total comeback of Tiger? Like what if this is like okay rock bottom's hit and now I'm going to remember that I am Tiger Woods the most dominant golfer ever and what if he totally comes back and proves everybody including me wrong what if that happens oh my god imagine that as a golf fan I want to see that I I wouldn't bet on it now
0: obviously nothing takes away you know the years of dominance and the and the, the titles and the and the, the gold or you know, the green jackets or whatever yeah, none, of, none of that none of that gets taken away um but you do have to look at these last couple of years of his It it, it hurts his legacy. It hurts. It
1: it does. It it hurts the legacy. Um, I don't know. The further you get away from it, I'm not sure because the Washington Wizards part doesn't necessarily hurt Jordan's legacy. Should, should, but should, should, but does not. And so I'm wondering if Tiger, because of the greatness, whether or not that will ring true in the end. You know what I mean? I agree with you that both should equally weigh in there. I'm not always sure that's the way American sport audiences see it. Another person in the media has been fired over a tweet, this time all about the Indianapolis 500. We'll give you that next on the Stansbury Show. 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show. Rock 106.9. 9.30, you're getting hooked up with uh, Guns N' Roses tickets as that show rolls into the queue in October. I want to go to that so bad. Yeah, it's I a really, I really regretted not going to that Pittsburgh show last summer. I really regretted that. I would really like to go see GM. Nine thirty, we'll send you them. Also, nine o'clock is New Church Tuesday. 30, We'll talk to Scott from WinningForNextYear.com. Feels like the Cavs don't play again for another month. That's Thursday. The NBA final starts, and I'll tell you what, it can't get here fast enough for me. Don't,
0: uh, don't, don't you worry, buddy. We're sitting about 48 hours out. It's gonna be exciting
1: times here in Northeast Ohio. Let's I feel like there. I haven't seen LeBron play basketball in two years. Like I'm, I'm ready. And Vegas has given him virtually no shot to win, virtually none. And normally, I'm like, Ah, Vegas kind of knows what they're doing, but. I just, when you're talking about all-time greatness and that kind of stuff, I I just, I think that's one of those things that may get in LeBron's head and he may go, oh yeah, oh yeah, and basketball can be taken over by one person a lot of times, and I'm not ruling him out. I um not ruling them out.
0: Throughout the regular season, even throughout the playoffs, I, uh, as defending champions, you know, I, I kept tempering my expectations when it came to the Cavaliers. I'm like, dude, Golden State's really good, but the closer and Real closer, good. the closer and closer we get. The more and more confident I feel, so uh, I feel like there's a lot of good things happening for the Cavaliers as I kind of look at like, well, what are Golden State strengths and what are the, what are the Cavaliers strengths? I really do feel like uh, more confident today than I have in quite a while that uh, they'll be uh, they'll be raising another banner at the queue.
1: Nice. Let's hope you're right there. So, a tradition over Memorial Day weekend is the Indianapolis 500. Yeah. Now, I've always been a little confused as to why. The same people that view NASCAR racing to be hillbilly-ish then turn to the Indianapolis 500, and out, somehow that's more distinguished. I don't understand because an Italian's at the, behind the wheel, all of a sudden now it's like this cool sport, but if a guy from North Carolina's doing it, he's a hillbilly.
0: I don't I, get it. I don't get racing, but yes, that exists. Some reason or another. There's when snobbery
1: it's, in the Indy 500.
0: Right, when it's, when it's uh, Grand Prix cars. Still fuel,
1: it, tires, gas battles, and that whole thing, right? No difference. Just as boring as a NASCAR event to me. I've never really understood... Why that stands like but, that. But, but that's I'm, true.
0: On the flip side of that coin, why do NASCAR purists feel like, man, dude, NASCAR Dale Jr., man, get it going, but they wouldn't watch. They'd be like, you sissy homos watching your Andy Graham. Prank Wild bunch wheel of queers.
1: Yeah, I don't know why that is. I, I don't know where that beef. Uh, that's strange. I don't understand where that beef comes in. But a um, a Japanese driver won. Okay.
0: Has okay. that ever happened in NASCAR? No. I'm going to assume that it's never that once was happened in NASCAR. A
1: historic Indianapolis 500 win by Japanese racer Takuma Sato. Okay. The first racer from an Asian country to win the race. And a guy from the Denver Post now has been fired over a tweet that he made on the race. Okay. And I've told people before, now his job kind of does rely on social media. Dude, if your job doesn't require you to be on social media, get off of it, because sooner or later you're going to post something, your boss is going to get mad, you're going to be fired. And this guy tweeted, and I can't believe he thought in 2017 this was going to be okay. All right, what'd he say? Nothing specifically personal, but I am very uncomfortable with a Japanese driver winning the Indianapolis 500 during Memorial Day weekend.
0: Not what I thought you were going to say. I thought for sure this was going to be like, boy, those Asians don't know how to drive. (laughs) Didn't even use a turret signal the whole time. I'm
1: surprised he knew which pedal it was. Yeah,
0: that's what I thought you were going to say.
1: Okay, never thought of that, but yeah, that was probably more likely. But no, I mean, I just, again, do you work for a newspaper? You didn't know... Like, you're smart enough to know that people weren't, that the the word uncomfortable while talking about a specific group of people winning, doing something, an accomplishment, was not going to land well with the audience. You had to have known that. At least if you. I know that, and I'm an idiot.
0: At least, if you said surprise, then at least you have a little bit of like, well, you know, it's never happened before. I was a little, a little, little, you know, taken back by it. That's one thing, but to say uncomfortable, it shows that you're not okay with that. And like, what are you not okay with? What What about a Japanese dude winning the Indy 500 makes you feel like, oh, that's not all right?
1: Well, I have the apology, which may may clear some of this up for us. And the apology goes: I apologize. To Takuma Sato, I made a stupid reference during emotional weekend to one of the nations that we fought in World War II. Uh,
0: what? Come on.
1: He says, I'm sorry, I know better, and I'm angry at myself because there was no constructive purpose in saying it. Which is true. There was no right. constructive purpose in saying that.
0: So his 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 take there was that uh, because we fought japan in world war 2 that we wouldn't let a japanese person race on memorial day it's
1: memorial day weekend that whole thing ah. i mean it's a it's a stretch for sure uh,
0: uh, what is it is it only american is it is it is it american made only out there in in indy 500 no it's not, i'm not even close to an america
1: exclusive event uh, no i i now here's the thing i my knowledge on indy car racing is very very limited and that's being nice about it but it seems like... Don't the Italians run this sport? I I, I thought that's who... Kind of, I, I thought it really had become a foreigner sport, sport, right? It's more of like a European thing. We fought a lot of them in wars too, right? Right, right. So, like, I, I I just can't believe that in this day and age, a guy that works at a newspaper... Like, I would have known if I say the word uncomfortable surrounding a minority group about an accomplishment that anybody can enter and win, my boss is going to be like, yo, bro, what was up with that? As he's packing up my cubicle for me.
0: Dude, I mean, teams from south of the Mason-Dixon line have won the World Series. It's not like, oh, dude, I can't believe the Civil War, you know, 600,000 people dead. I can't believe we let one of them win, win the World Series. Why on earth would this... Asinine,
1: dude. Yeah, that was uh, that was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. I don't want to say you deserve to get fired, but like, did you walked yourself into right. the into the unemployment line with that tweet? Yeah. You had to know it. Let me get—I know what this was. You were in your barca lounger. You were fifteen beers in, writing about the race on Twitter and thinking nah nobody's going to care. Yeah, they cared.
0: Makes me uncomfortable. Did he, did he think the guy was just going to like pull Pearl Harbor? You know what I mean? Like, what did this guy think?
1: Yeah, I'm not making any more jokes. I'm not. I'm not. I got a couple of good ones, but I'm not making them. I'm not. All right. Stay off the water slides, apparently. We'll give you that next on the Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. We're on Rock 106.9. Also online for you, wrqk.com. If you haven't seen the Tiger Woods mugshot yet, you can see it there. I don't know why people are shocked that looks bad. I, I don't. What do you think the guy was gonna look like at 3 a.m. when he's high on pills? What do you think he was gonna look like? Good. It's not a good look for anyone. Oh, it's a terrible look. What is a good look is there's a Phantom found a video of a TV host in uh in yoga pants and yeah they made her work out of it. I believe this is gonna be TVs like oh you're gonna cord cut huh? Here comes all our hot anchors bending over stuff. I can see it. Yeah, they're not dumb on TV. They know they gotta
0: get some attractive people there. You're gonna look at them.
1: Um, this is not exactly what I what I had intended to talk about right now. Okay. But as it is breaking two minutes ago via Twitter, our president up and at him already. Two minutes ago, Russian officials must be laughing at the U.S. and how a lame excuse for why the Dems lost the election has taken over the fake news. Man, <laughs> I mean, man, just up and at him really early. Yeah. Now 7 a.m. is not early for a president. No, 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 no. I mean, it's not. Uh, my guess is the president's probably up daily. What 5 a.m. Probably.
0: It's not earlier, dude. It's something yeah. you'd uh, you'd want to get a head start. Yeah, on the I think you
1: probably. Yeah, I think it's probably a long day. It's probably a 16, 17, 18 hour day there.
0: Now, I heard over the weekend that he was going to start having um, lawyers vet his tweets before they went out. That's like, what I heard stuff. that
1: too. I thought, but again, I thought that was fake news. That's happening.
0: And that's what I heard. But I don't know if a lawyer would have been like, all right, dude, yeah, keep rolling with us. This. this is good stuff right here. Um. I you know I I don't I don't want to go full Trump here. I don't want to, you know, I dude I'm afraid to talk Trump, you know me. Um but it really is like you're going to have to just stop saying fake news, fake news, fake news and start actually like talking about what's going on with these you know, allegations of Russia tampering, at this point it's not even allegations like at this point you've got you 17 plus intelligence agencies telling you this is what happened and right. I mean you can talk about whether there was collusion or not, okay you can talk about whether it influenced things or not okay, but you can't deny that they were actively trying to and arguably did influence our election there and I don't care whether you're right or left or whatever the case is there, if you don't see a real and fundamental problem with outside foreign governments interfering with our elections? Dude, you're crazy. That's like at the core of democracy right there. Yeah, no, I don't want anybody messing around. No, John McCain, and now granted, I know a lot of people like, oh, he's a rhino, Republican in name only. Oh, he's really a Democrat. He's a libtard. John McCain was like, dude, this Russia thing, bigger threat to America than ISIS.
1: Yeah, I read that. I read that, too, and I don't know if that's true or not. I know they're both not good. I, I know right. th- I know they're both problems that face us, and I don't know if I necessarily care about which one's edging out the other one right now. I want them both addressed. I want them both wrapped up. I want them both taken care of. Agreed. You know what I mean? I, 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 I'm I not going to split hairs over which one's worse or which one's not. He said it so somebody would pay attention to it, and so it worked. So whether or not it's actually worse than nicest, I don't know. Neither do you, but... I don't know. Just up and at him pretty early. It just, you know. thumbs going.
2: He does. He's got that. He does. He,
1: he likes that Twitter, man. He does. He likes it. So Memorial Day weekend, over the weekend, we all yeah. look to celebrate it different ways. A lot of it is cookouts. A lot of it's sales. A lot of it's, you know, getting together with your friends, block party, that kind of thing.
0: Right. Yeah, dude. Screw the dead soldiers. We got a sale going out here. Screw yes, them. Yes,
1: yes. We all take a break and. And and, we, and we've lost focus on it the way people feel like we've lost focus on what Christmas is about and all this stuff.
0: I think there's a fine line there of like appropriate and inappropriate. I know some people are like, dude, you shouldn't even say happy Memorial Day. And I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. Yeah, I don't know if I buy that. I'm happy that there are soldiers who sacrificed their life and paid the cost there. That's right. so that I could do stuff. I'm happy there's are soldiers that made it back. So I think happiness is like, eh, it's one thing or the other. But I mean, definitely the kickoff of summer, like it feels official now.
1: Yeah, for sure. It's, a, you know, and, and so we all to celebrate different ways and a lot of the ways we'll do it is amusement parks. This is like this is when they start cranking up their business yeah. and we thought about going to um, like Kings Island or like Cedar Point but we felt like you know over the weekend I was like eh, we're probably going to be a little busy this weekend. Yeah, you
0: get yourself some you know t-shirts airbrushed with each other's faces on it walk, bunny, around, yeah. walk around with each other's hands in the back pocket there Cedar Point Point's freshly like off a of prom like freshly
1: it. off a of prom yeah we thought about it and then decided yeah let's maybe not do that but water parks are a big attraction too. And I'm sure by now you may have seen where this kid flew off this water slide over the weekend. Now, he flew off the water slide, hit the pavement, hit the cement there. Now, he was then released the same day. So, ultimately, he's okay. But what a bad look for the water park. This was their first day open. And Linda Smith, the assistant manager... For the city of Dublin said, obviously, this is not what you want to have happen the first day.
0: No, no. She's like,
1: but we want everyone who comes to this park to have a safe and fun experience, and that's our primary goal. Now, I guess the city actually owns the park. I didn't know that, but apparently the city okay. themselves owns the park. Now, what a bad look. Right? And are you... I mean, the next day, if you're open, I mean, how do you let your kid go on that the same week?
0: Right. Well, I mean, how can you assure that anything is safe there, let alone that slide? You're like, not going to change anything. Yeah, right. It's not like in a day's time you're able to, you know, like, well, dude, we ran some tests and this is what the problem was. Um, first of all, I can't believe a city owns the water park. That just seems like too much of a liability to me. Cedar Point. Okay. <laughs> a lot of lawsuits. Open. Yeah. It just seems like just seems like that's uh, number one liability. And number two, the upkeep of it and the maintenance of it. It and the employees and all that stuff—that seems like a headache for a city to me. Um, but I, I guess when you go somewhere in America, you, you kind of got this—you know—mentality of like, "Well, I'm going to be safe. Like, this is a water park. I'm sure this has been tested rigorously. You know, and just and just and just a million different. You know, they've 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 put you know." employees like crash test dummies. what right. crash test dummies down it. And a million different tests they would different do Different weights of, right. of
1: human bodies because let's be, I mean, we're America. We're, right. There's a lot of different shapes, all of them around. Well, you gotta think about that though. You gotta
0: you got a 8 year old kid weighing, you know, 60 pounds or whatever going down it. And then you've got... And it, me weighing 195. <laughs> well, I don't know how you get pounds. Get down there. You got three guys going three spins going down it. So you're right. That, that weight difference alone is gonna be a huge difference.
1: Now they say they're closing down three of the park's water slides pending a further inspection, but they do not as of right now have an exact reason Phantom for what made the boy fly off the slide I I mean the video looked horrible I mean if that was your kid you'd be like oh my god what's happening right now I mean, it'd be terrifying for sure. I feel like this is, I don't know, like the third or fourth, like
0: water slide accident that's been in the headlines since uh, since we've kind of been a show. And I'm, I just don't know if, like, I'm a parent right now. Am I going to just be like,
1: yeah, go ahead and do the whole thing? You know, there were certain things I wasn't allowed to do as a kid. Like when the fair would come to town and like they would build the rides like in the city, there's like square. My dad was like, "No, Daniel, look at that guy. That guy built that thing two hours ago. You think I'm letting you ride that? You're insane!" Right, and I can totally
0: understand you that and, and and see that. But like you just figure in a an amusement park setting, it's not a meth out carny you know guy out there putting it together. It's like no, we've had engineers design
1: this and put this together. Uh, I mean, dude, water park employees scream to me, 17-year-old that doesn't care if my kid dies, or maybe felon that that maybe want might want well my but to me that's like to, to the employees the
0: guy at the top saying oh hold, hold on wait. 10 minutes hold he's, on he's not the one engineering it he's not the one that put it together by being a permanent thing by being it you know by 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 having to buy a ticket there you almost feel like it's like all right i know this is going to be safe like when you go to a you know an amusement park you can say the same thing it's either a 17 year old or it's you know a guy who couldn't get another job but like I 100% assume that when I go to Cedar Point, I'm going to be safe. On yes, every I do. Too. Ride, yeah, for sure on I every do. Every ride. Yeah. And I know they have this new water park. So, in my in mind, it's like, oh, dude, I'd be totally safe there. But do
1: we have a water park close to us?
0: Uh, I don't think anything like, you know, big. I don't think anything. Okay, I mean, places with slides and stuff. If I'm
1: going to be honest, uh? I mean, can you think of anything more. Kid Rock than a water. Oh
0: well, I mean, wearing jean shorts to it, like wearing shorts to, to, to the. That that's more weight trash,
1: but not much. I mean, I hate to play into stereotypes, but oh. I'm willing to bet that's the first time a lot of those bodies have been wet in a while. <laughs> <Just>. <laughs> And there's just something about like a lazy river ride well oh, just each other's <laughs> I mean, sweat just and you know, just think about so. that. All of Canton Alliance and Maslin just washing together, doing. <laughs> yeah. That sounds awful. If that water's hot, it's awful. Oh yeah, disgusting. Like, you dude, like Stark County soup, that would be. T- <laughs> That would be terrible, dude. The water park—it just doesn't. Now, maybe that's my age showing a little bit there.
0: I, I'm, I'm surprised at this point, and maybe this will be the catalyst to this.
1: But like, put would a you, top- dr- dude? Imagine somebody making you drink like a glass of oh, that stop water. it, dude, a Star never. County Stew—that would be awful. Oh my god, that's but like Fear Factor stuff. They have like fully tubed slides. You know what I mean? Where, like, you're, where it, there's a top, where you're enclosed. Okay, why, yeah. Why don't they
0: just make all those a top to them, and then you don't even have to worry about people falling out? Like that's the common sense thing to me.
1: Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's probably a cost thing at that point. I mean, cause it's not like it's going to make you want to ride it less. I don't think or so. Or is it because you want people to see you going down it? Is that the appeal? And maybe it feels more dangerous or
0: whatever, I guess, but still like it's cost effective. It's probably if I don't be, get
1: road rash on my face though, it's worth it.
0: It's probably going to be more cost effective to put a top on it and not have kids dying Versus and getting sued. sued
1: right. Versus being sued. Yeah, that's probably going to cost less money. I can't Yeah, there there obviously there will be a lawsuit. This family will probably get paid out. And uh, I don't know. I, I think I'm, I'm anti water park at, at this juncture in my life, unless I have kids. We'll talk to Scott from waitingfornextyear.com about the Cavs NBA playoff chances. We'll do that next on The Sansbury Show. Sansbury Show on Rock 1069. Welcome back to The Sansbury Show. Rock 1069, still to come. Nine o'clock is New Tour Tuesday. New Selena Gomez, new Chris Stapleton, new Hell Yeah, all part of that. Nine o'clock brought to you by the Hard Rock Roxy, Northfield Park. We'll do that. Now, however, joining us, making his schedule flexible, is Scott from WaitingForNextYear.com. Fresh off of Memorial Day weekend, my man, how was your weekend?
3: It was actually really good, relaxing up in Marblehead. Uh um, oh, nice. Had a few beers, had a few burgers, and now we're back at the grind. Yeah? Nice, 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 nice. I uh,
1: I actually watched the tribe kick some ass on what I believe was Sunday, right? Didn't they Didn't they win like ten to three or something? I mean, it was something crazy. Won yesterday too, yeah. Did they? Nice, I was on. Yeah, of it.
3: yeah. All the runs they scored, they they could have used on Friday and Saturday. They, they used on Sunday, but they're still looking a lot better than I think. Many fans are giving them credit for People are freaking out because they're kind of close to 500, but I think they I think things will shake out pretty well for them once everything gets back together.
1: Long season.
0: Yeah, long, season. long season, no doubt, but I mean, we're almost sitting at 50 games here, which seems kind of like a, 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 like what, you know, but I guess Memorial day is kind of that point. Um, if people aren't paying attention to the tribe right now, give us some, uh, give us some bullet points, give us some highlights. What's going on with them?
3: Uh, injured Corey Kluber, um, daddy Salazar potentially going to the bullpen. Uh, Carlos Carrasco quietly, one of the best pitchers in baseball, uh, Francisco Lindor quietly, one of the best players all around in baseball. Um, leading I believe still leading all middle infielders in home runs hit despite him weighing like all of like a buck thirty. Um and I think once once the summer shakes out and sample sizes become much bigger, I think you're gonna see these guys slowly start to rise to the top. There's a lot of we we put we published a piece yesterday. Their their luck, quote unquote luck with runners in scoring position is uh thirtieth, I believe, in baseball. Jeez. So once that normalizes, I do start. I do believe you're going to start to see some, uh, you know, some 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 bigger wins, I guess, for lack of a better term.
1: So <clears throat> I also hear, as we talked to Scott from WinningForNextYear.com, that the Indians are also up uh, uh, more than most teams in attendance. So we obviously like hearing that, as they were making a tremendous run last year, and attendance didn't really seem to kickstart. But it is right now, right?
3: Yeah, I know people were getting kind of weird about it earlier in the year. Um, but you know, let's be honest. April in in, in Cleveland is not exactly uh, a time to be sitting outside. Uh, I think Friday night was the second biggest attendance since, or first, the highest attendance since opening day. Wow. Okay. And I, so I think I think they had like thirty thousand people there on Friday, and I think that carried through the weekend. Um, you know, not, they rolled out dollar dogs. They rolled out fireworks um you know saturday was Jose Ramirez bobblehead sunday was you know sunday and monday were memorial day weekend games so those kind of things tend to help but it 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 i do believe the the days of complaining about attendance or wondering where people are are going to be a little bit behind us because people Good. are going to the park
1: well, that's fantastic. I was saying to Fantone earlier this morning that it feels like two years since LeBron James has played basketball, and I think that just speaks to his greatness. <laughs> I, I well, I think it just speaks to his greatness and how good he is because it's like when he's not on TV, it's like, come on, LeBron, get on television. Now, this isn't his fault, you know. It's just the way the scheduling works out. So, game one Thursday night, and you know, I, I, Vegas is giving them no shot. I mean I think it was like 90 what was it 93% they gave Golden State a chance to win so it was like 7% they give us to win this now I've been making probably more out of this than I should but I always say you know Vegas is normally on it but basketball can be over you know it can be taken over by one guy, and we have the best player in the world, LeBron James, so I don't know if I really agree with Vegas here. I think LeBron's going to use this as fuel, and we may see him go to a level that we didn't even know he had. Am I making too much on this?
3: I don't know if we'll use Vegas as fuel, but I, I, think, I think Vegas, while the Cavs may not win, um, I think it's tough to not take that bet at this point, given how, how, how much the odds are in you know, Golden State's favor. Um, and you know, they, they set the lines based on where they think people are going to throw their money down, right? So they, right. They, they're betting on a 73-win Golden State team that added Kevin Durant winning the championship, and I don't, I don't think they're really going out on a limb there.
2: No. But again,
3: and, and to your point, I think it's tough to bet against LeBron James. Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love are playing some of the best basketball of their careers heading into the finals, and you, you, have, you have to hope Ty Lue has a leg up on, on Mike Brown, and I think if, if those things happen, then then you then you're looking at uh, one hell of a series
0: yeah, you know, I I think there's been plenty made about the Golden State Warriors and obviously how good they are and and what they're capable of as a team. Um, but for some reason or another, I don't know why. But as we get closer and closer to tip off of tip off of Game One, I'm feeling more and more confident. And uh, a big part of the reason why, um, number too, one, o- oddly, obviously, LeBron James is yeah. going to is going to rock me to comfort no matter what's going on in the world. Um, but you start thinking about the matchups and and obviously, you know, Steph Curry. And Kyrie Irving. I feel like if they're not equal, they're damn well close to it. Um, Clay has kind of felt like he hasn't really gotten anything going over the course of, of these playoffs. At least to me, it doesn't seem like that. Um, LeBron's a better player than KD. And it, to me, it just seems like there's a perfect storm going on right now. And one of the big things in that is the Steve Kerr being unavailable and, and putting, you know, Mr. Potato Head Mike Brown in that head coach's role. So I guess what I'm asking you is, is of all these matchups that are going to happen through, throughout the playoffs, whether it's Draymond Green and Tristan Thompson or, or KD and LeBron, where do you feel like the Cavs have the biggest advantage?
3: Well, I think having LeBron James at any point gives you a huge advantage. Um, the, the 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 issue that the, I think, and this is going to be bland compared to all the players you just mentioned, I think this series, at least one or two of the games will come down to the bench. And the way that Golden State depleted theirs to side KD could could prove to be a bit of an issue. Um, now sure. Andre Iguodala is you know potentially the best player out of all of them, but after that you got to go Kyle Korver, you got to go Mont you got to go Darren Williams. you got to go, you know you got to go down the list that the Cavaliers have, and if they can keep that that the Golden State bench at bay, you know and not give up forty points to you know like last year with Leo Barbosa and Sean Livingston. Um, you know, I think I think that is where this series could be won. Now I know I know rotations get tightened up, and 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 starters play more minutes in the finals than they do normally. But I do think that the Tristan Thompson Draymond Green matchup and the and the bench are going to be really two deciding factors in this series. And I think uh, Draymond Green is very very good, 13 All NBA, but he he had his hand full with Tristan last year. And I think if you factor in the way that the reserves can can step up and not just hold the lead, but extend the lead for the Cavaliers, if all things are clicking right, I think that is going to prove to be really really big for Cleveland.
1: LeBron has kind of always owned KD. I mean, there's, I mean, he, he's just, and there's something about LeBron when he plays guys like that, he kind of knows. Like this is, I'm going to be judged by these games. It's these matchups, and it's always he has a tendency to go off when he's playing against the guys that people are always trying to shove down our throat. Is here's the next LeBron, here's the guy that's as good as LeBron, and I I think this dude this might be something to see. Like this might be an all timer series, right? Like Lakers, I don't think you.
3: I mean, depends on your your how you categorize stars, Uh, but I do think this series has the most that like star power. And when you factor in, I mean, ask Steph how that goes, right? Right. Unanimous, unanimous MVP.
1: Oh, it seems like we're having a little bit of an issue with Scott's phone there. Scott, you still there, buddy? Scott. You know what? We'll um, we'll let him go, and if we can maybe circle back, maybe we will do that. And uh, if not, we'll push forward by giving you Monster Truck Destruction Tour tickets. That will happen next on Rock 106.9.
0: Canton's Rock Station. Rock 106.9.
1: Welcome back to the stands ratio, Rock1069, online for you, WRQK.com. We got uh well disconnected with Scott from winning for next We apologize about that. We will talk to him again Thursday and Friday since uh this week starts your NBA finals. Pretty excited about that. Hell yeah, we are, dude. I mean, I mean, it's just like I was telling Scott, it's like, dude, when LeBron's not on TV, it's noticeable. It's like, come on, man. Like there's there's only so many things that will drive you to a television like that.
0: You uh you brought up LeBron kind of owning KD. And he does. And he does. And it's going to present a very difficult situation for the Golden State Warriors. And one of the reasons I feel like the Cavs have an advantage here is that on defense, they can either A, keep KD on LeBron and LeBron can expose him. Or B, they can switch Draymond Green onto LeBron, which puts KD on Tristan Thompson. And you feel like, oh, well, that's probably the way they'll do it. But dude, at that point, Kevin Durant can't keep TT off the boards, man. There's no way Tristan Thompson will be coming down with offensive boards left and right. I didn't think about that. And dude, it's a great advantage for the Cavaliers. So uh, as we get closer into the week and when we talk to Scott again, I'm sure we'll we'll, we'll be talking, like I said, mismatches that the Cavs can expose. Yeah, the
1: matchups are going to play a huge role in this because what I kept hearing about everybody say about Golden State is is that, yeah, Mike Brown can get you through these early series because, well, your team's so talented, but then once you face LeBron, it's going to be a different thing and Steve Kerr's going to be missing there. And so I'll be interested to see how much of a role that does play.
0: It'll be uh, – I'm glad Scott brought up the benches. It'll be interesting to see what happens there. But if 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 LeBron – if they think that Kevin Durant is going to be the guy that stops
1: LeBron, dude, they're just just mistaken. This is, this has the pot- – what I hope doesn't happen is because the potential – this has the potential to be an all-timer series. Oh, Like yeah. Lakers-Celtics all-time oh, series. Oh, yeah. It has the potential to be that. And what I don't want is like – build 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 and then like what a flop of a series yeah I hope that doesn't happen. Obviously. I mean, a sweep going like the Cavaliers way. <laughs> like, you think it's going to be great, <laughs> and then you realize once you get, I mean, you know, like anybody else.
0: Uh, a sweep going the Cavaliers way would be great, in my opinion. But, like, as a whole, dude, how awesome if it goes seven? You know what I mean? The Dude, the, the, the three match, it goes seven games, dude. That's just great for sports fans. Yeah, as fans.
1: a fan, I want Cavs in five. Right, of course. <laughs> you know one, what I mean? But, but uh,
0: <laughs> if you take a step back, like, it's just great for sports fans.
1: And I think ultimately better for the NBA. If it goes oh, yeah. 7 games and you get 7 great games the series pays off. Everybody forgets everything yeah. we talked about all year long. The triple double with Ru- with Russell, the resting of players, all that stuff goes along, you know, goes to the wayside right. if you get 7 great games and I think that's what the NBA ultimately would want. I have some facts here about Memorial Day. Okey we don't donkey. think about Memorial Day as like we think about Thanksgiving as a day to eat. Yeah. Right, oh, yeah, like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're gonna put the food bag, strap the food bag on. We're going to, you know, we're going to calorie Town. But Memorial Day is another one of these where people like all you do is just take grilled meats off of a grill and just shove them in your face all day. It's fantastic, right? I mean, I, I love that kind of food. But they, I have some numbers on hot dogs, okay. And (laughs) Stansbury show breaking down the hot dog stats coming up next. (laughs) I put a lot of work into this program, guys. I mean, a lot goes into it. It's a tough, tough job. I did my hot dog research. I did. I, I had to eat a few. All right. But listen to this. The total number of hot dogs eaten beginning Memorial Day and then through Labor Day, okay, is seven. Billion. Jeez. Seven billion hot dogs. Now, am I right? Labor Day September, right? Yeah. Do I have that yeah, right? End of the summer. So, okay, so end of the summer there. So from Memorial Day yesterday through Labor Day, seven billion hot dogs eight. That's 818 per second. What? 818 what? hot dogs per second between now and Labor Day. Ah.
0: I mean, don't get me wrong. It's summertime, dude. I've, I've had the grill going since I bought the damn thing. Haven't turned. I've dude, just been burning charcoal like it's my job. Yeah, um, you just got that thing not that long oh, ago. Oh, dude. And Thanks I mean, for the invite. I like hot dogs. <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, man. I bought like the $20 cheapest Walmart one they have, and I'm like, dude, whatever, man. It's all I need. But I've just been burning charcoal. But what am I going to do? What am I going to eat? 30 hot dogs over the course of the summer? F- f- 650 hot dogs, maybe? I love hot 100? dogs. 100? you need 100 hot dogs this summer? I could eat a hundred hot dogs this summer. I don't know if I will,
1: but I could definitely do it. Eight
0: hundred and eighteen per second. I almost feel like, dude. I mean, seven billion—that's that, that's how many people are on the face of the planet right now. We're Damn gonna right. suck down that many
1: hot dogs? Don't say that about hot dogs. <laughs> don't 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 ruin the hot dogs. I know what goes in them and how gross and all right. that stuff, but right. you're never you're never gonna scare me off the gaseed meats. I'm too t- <laughs> I'm, t- I'm too deep in life. You think you're gonna scare me off? Telling me what's in a hot dog? Oh, one of our uh, one of our,
0: our our big time listeners, our P1 as we call him in the industry here, um, our buddy Dustin uh, went to Dollar Dog Night over the uh, over the weekend, and dude. I, and dude, he told me he's like our boy can eat he too. He's like, dude, first of all, it's two dollar cans. He's like, so that got me started, and I. I asked him like oh was, I think into the third. I think it was into the third inning, and I'm like, dude, what's the over under on the dollar dog count? We've got it at nine and a half here. And he <laughs> says to me, he's like, Fantone, I'm just gonna tell you, stick to radio because your lines are weak, bro. <laughs> well over nine and a half.
1: I'm telling you, I dude, having spent a lot of time with D- Dustin's the same guy who killed the bird on the golf course. Right. I love Dustin. <laughs> he makes me laugh so hard. I'm telling you right now, I bet he had 14 odds. <laughs> I'm telling you, bun and all, he didn't do no weak Joey. Nut stuff, <laughs> dipping them in water, getting them down. That boy bellied up and ate, I'm telling you, I bet it was fourteen relish and onion too. Like even there were condiments on those hot dogs. They, dude, he went off, I guarantee it. Eight hundred and eighteen hot dogs per second. That's crazy. That's that's an astronomical number. David tweets in and says, listening this very I have facts on Memorial Day, he says. I'm thinking veteran sacrifice, nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> He's currently giving us number of hot dogs <laughs> <laughs> killed in action. Oh, my God, dude. That was so funny. I would hire that guy. Man, that was funny stuff. We do have a uh, pair of tickets yeah. for the Traxxas Monster Truck Destruction Tour. that's going down June 2nd and 3rd, Stark County Fairgrounds. I can already hear the phones move. Dude, <laughs> John, it off, moving. baby. 1-800-243-7625. We'll take caller 17 on those and let you know why one NFL owner says absolutely no way on Colin Kaepernick. You get that next. Hang on. Show <laughs> Rock 1069. Welcome back to the Stans Radio Show. Rock 106.9 Still to come, 9.30. Get you hooked up with those GNR tickets. That will happen in the middle of New Tour Tuesday where you're getting new Selena Gomez, new Chris Stapleton, and new Hell Yeah. I've always been a little bit of a Hell Yeah fan, so Love Falls, I'm interested to hear that. I want to hear this new Chris Stapleton track, uh, also, as I have um, I have secured myself a pair of tickets for the Chris Stapleton show. There you go. A little later. Kick the dust up, baby. I forget when exactly that show's going down, but I uh, I did secure myself a pair of tickets for that. Get yourself a, uh, what is it, a log of skull there, and you'll be ready to go. One <laughs> time
0: now. Kick it up. Come on. I'm not into the dipping. I'm not into it. Dude, T-County is laughing at you right now, dude. Put a dipper in. Get the thing stuck, Stansbury. Here's the thing, T. County. I can live with it. <laughs> Laugh all you want. I'll be all right. Speaking of country shows. Here we go. And I'm curious to see what your opinion on this is. Uh, it seems like every time I turn the television on, uh, there's a commercial for the Luke Bryan concert. And insider information here they don't advertise shows that are sold out, and they don't advertise shows that are like. Close to sell out as as heavily as this Luke Bryan show is. Luke Bryan not the draw that he once was, or I mean, he's playing Progressive Field, right? Right, but he sold out Blossom
1: twice last year,
0: right? Wasn't that the big thing? Sold out Blossom twice. Fantone, you're an idiot. Kick the dust up, stupid. Yeah, no, I mean that's I mean uh,
1: selling out Blossom is really hard. Really selling hard. it out back to back nights is really tough. Um, maybe because he played two shows back to back last summer is what's part of that. Uh. I, I I don't know. I I know, like when I went to the Jason Aldean show there, I mean, that didn't look sold out. There were a ton of people, but it did. I don't know if that was sold out or not, but it didn't look like it. I mean, there were plenty of places for you to sit down and stuff so I, I don't know if it's that he's not the draw or if that's just the venue so big or or what that is I, I don't know about that
0: my thought was well dude blossom has to have a higher capacity than the progressive field i don't has think to, so no i don't think no? so
1: i don't i don't know for sure but i do not think so right because i think that's the reason to play progressive is because it's bigger or is that brown stadium is why people do that. I don't know. I'd be interested. I, I don't know. 2,300 at Blossom. Or
0: 23,000. I was going to
1: say, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to be more than that. 23,000. Okay.
0: Uh, progressive field capacity. Oh, 35 So yeah. Yeah, it's... I mean it's
1: a little bit bigger. Okay,
0: but yeah, it's still you still w- you
1: sell two back-to-back nights at twenty-three thousand, and you can't get to thirty-five now.
0: I thought for sure, especially when it was a twenty-dollar seat for a while there. Like, remember it was one of those. I was like, dude, maybe maybe Luke Bryan kick the dust up. Maybe this is the beginning of the
1: end of Bro Country, or maybe just him. Come on, I mean <laughs> certain you know careers you know that they, they're fickle. How they run, ups and downs of them. Could be fickle.
2: They're making them money All right,
1: well, song you know, <laughs> t- the worst song ever. I will, yes, worst song ever. It's a
0: turd. We'll,
1: we'll hear some more turds coming up nine o'clock. So we're all obsessed with the NBA right now because right. we're going to be in the NBA finals. And by we're, I mean the Cavaliers will be. Yeah, we're not going. Stan's and Phantom. They're gonna be no, out there playing their hearts no, out. No, 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 center. No. But uh, today actually marks a hundred days until the beginning of the NFL season. Okay, all right, and all right. Uh, and so John Mara, who I believe is the owner of the New York Football Giants, mm-hmm. says that he would absolutely not consider signing Colin Kaepernick, made famous the world round by kneeling during the national anthem versus you know standing for it, and you know, brought a, you know some attention to some of the problems facing the nation, and people were in an uproar about it, okay? And there's been speculation that Colin Kaepernick is not being signed by a team right now, not due to the fact that he can't play, but because of what his stances are, what his politics are, and what the sideshow that comes with him would be. Now, I, this is what I'll say. I believe there are teams who believe he's not good enough to be on their roster as a starter. I've heard you know, there, there are people asking the question about whether or not he's ready or okay or whether or not his ego would allow him to be a backup. And he has since then said yes, he would accept a backup role, I believe, because Seattle was kind of looking at him. And I think Kaepernick could probably help a lot of teams in the NFL in a backup role. The problem is, do you want your backup to be the most popular guy on the team? And my guess is probably not. Right. I mean, six weeks into
0: the NFL season, the, the, the dialogue every year. The, it's the a conversation. coach killer. Well, what they say every year is like, you know... Every team desperate for a quarterback, desperate for a quarterback, desperate for a quarterback. So I agree 100% that at the end of the day, does the guy have the playing capacity to, to to play backup for some of these teams? Yes, dude. I mean, we're the Cleveland F and Browns here, dude. Of course he has the capacity to play, but you bring up a good point of, well, if you can only kind of play and you're totally a pain in the ass when it comes to the management and the, and I, now listen, I'm not saying his stance is a pain in the ass, but if it, the negative press that comes along with it, all the issues that come along with it, it. Well, I understand it's an assets and liability it's business.
1: N- it's not just the protesting with pa- with Kaepernick either. you got to remember, before the protesting was a story, there were stories about how he was a pain in the ass in the locker room. Players didn't like him. He sat by himself. He kept to himself. He wasn't included. He didn't do other things. Like, this whole protesting thing came out of nowhere it was when his job was in jeopardy. That's why people were suspicious of it initially. Now, I will say, Kaepernick has done a pretty good job since this whole thing is about stepping up and kind of doing more in his community and not just lip servicing it. So honestly as a guy who was critical of him, I'm kind of rooting for him now. I kind of want to see him to be able to resurrect his career. Yeah, I, dude, I think it'd be a great story for the NFL. Kaepernick proves everybody wrong wins the Super Bowl. Imagine that story. Jeez. Still taking a knee. Well, he says he's going to stand now because he needs a job. Right. So, I mean, it's really not about his convictions at that point. Let's just be honest about what it is.
0: I mean, he raised a lot of attention to the causes that he felt were, were, were appropriate. But let's be real. If you're taking that knee last year, it's not like there's been a fundamental change in the, in the race relations and police relations with communities in, in America. So it brought of yeah.
1: a lot of attention to the fact yeah. that he wanted attention paid to it. I don't know if it really brought attention to the problems themselves. Well, that could be debated. But the owner of the Giants says, In all my years of being in the league, I've never received more emotional mail from people than I did about that particular issue. If any of your players ever do that, we are never coming to another Giants game. It wasn't one or two letters. It was a lot. It's an emotional, emotional issue for a lot of people, more so than any other issue I've run into. Now, being an NFL owner, you're going to run into a lot of issues, right? We know some of of these guys have awful things in their history. Domestic violence, rape, murder, all of it. The Giants actually themselves signed kicker Josh Brown to to a new contract after he was arrested for domestic violence. Kept him on the team last year after he was suspended for the domestic violence. And so, like, people aren't, like... But see, this is what you gotta understand. Like, that sounds crazy, right? But you gotta understand that the that the, the general public will view an affront against the nation as far greater as any one act against one particular person. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying that's right, but that's how America's going to view things. If you... America. Most Americans are going to care more about you saying America is bad and and like saying something negative about the country as a whole than doing any one particular act against a single one of its citizens. Punching a guy, a woman. Punching. I hear a, you. Punching a woman. It's, I'm
0: not saying it's right. And 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 I mean, listen. I understand that you know a lot of people feel very passionately about it, but an affront against the nation by quietly taking a knee.
1: I, I'm not saying they disagree with you. Oh my god. I'm just saying that's how people are going to view that uh, this is how people have chosen to view this. Ah,
0: dude, yesterday, yesterday Memorial Day. I'm at right. this, I'm at this, I'm at this uh, Memorial Day parade Canton, Ohio. People saying the pledge of soldiers up there, veterans up there saying the pledge of allegiance. People running the steps, singing singing the national anthem. Dude, talking about about, you know, about the sacrifices that our military has made and people are running the steps. People are on their cell phones. Dude, I'm telling you right now, there were guys Yesterday, that didn't take their hats off during the national anthem at a goddamn Memorial Day parade. Oh, that's awful. And those are the same dudes. The right same kind of guy. Yeah. Those are the same dudes who are saying Kaepernick, you piece of crap.
1: Same the same kind of guy.
0: exact same yeah. kind of guy, dude. The that's hypocrisy.
1: Awful. That's awful. I understand though why teams don't want Kaepernick. I totally do. Yeah. I told. I totally do because what's going to happen now is if in the middle of the season you're not playing him, you're not playing him because he's black. You're not playing him because of what his politics are. It's a coach killer. Inviting that guy in your locker room right now is a coach killer because the media is just going to be on why you're not playing him. I've heard the Seattle locker room because the Seattle's like looking at him and I heard the Seattle locker room like a lot of those guys want Russell Wilson out because he's a little bit of kind of a dick. He's kind of hard to play for. He's demanding. Well, he won you a Super Bowl already. And, and I, remember I said on Twitter, "Go ahead, Seahawks. Go ahead. You run Russell Wilson right out of town and put Kaepernick behind center. I would sign Wilson tomorrow. Tomorrow, I would take him. But at this point, I'm I'm rooting for Kaepernick. I, I I want him to. Honestly, there was part of me for a while that wanted him to get another starting opportunity so I could be proven right over the fact that he can no longer play the position. But there's part of me now that wants to see him. Like, dude, you've heard all what everybody's had to say about you." Start working out. Start talking football. Get your nose into the playbook. And turn it around and prove everybody wrong. That's a great story. It's a great story. And I'd love to, as a guy who needs stories, give me some more stories. But right now the story is you're 40 pounds underweight, can't throw a ball five yards, and you're going to be a coach killer. I wouldn't sign you either. Wouldn't do it. Not right now. But I would kind of like to see him get it back ultimately I'm begging for him to prove m- me wrong normally I don't do that but I'd like to I, I would be interested to see that story but it doesn't look like anybody's tripping over themselves to sign him right now punching a woman Eh, not that big of a deal yeah yeah it's I also, don't care. Let, it's eh. also you you know what the difference God. there too is, and this is crazy shouldn't be a difference but part of that is ah that's our kicker versus the quarterback and th- I know I, I dude it's laughable Jeez. yes it's laughable but you know that's part of it There's a woman in Utah raising her kids worse than my mother ever tried. Really? Yes. (laughs) Really? There's a woman in Utah that needs to have her kids ripped away from her forever. We'll give you that story next on the Stansbury Show. Police did receive a call Thursday after a witness saw the woman stuff the the kids into the trunk and leave her car at the parking lot. The small children then began making noise, obviously, moving around, causing the vehicle to shake. They were trying to get out of the trunk. So, obviously, a couple of good Samaritans observed this, came to the aid, and uh, they coached the five-year-old on how to open the trunk using the emergency latch in the back of it. They had to put those in cars, by the way, because so many people were being stuffed in trunks. Think about that. Like, the auto industry had to create something for you to get out of the trunk because of how many people were being stuffed in them. That's a sad state of affairs.
0: Indeed. Right? Yeah. Uh, Yes. Like,
1: talk about something my car shouldn't need. My car shouldn't need that, but again, people are awful, and so it does. I mean, I guess I have to give credit to this. Don't tweet at me and tell me, no, this is the real reason. Why- no, it's not. They did it because people are shoving bodies in there. It's obviously very dark in there,
0: and I'm sure that five year old was very scared and sure. like discombobulated God, and yeah. didn't know which way was up or, or, or whatever the case is. So the fact that he was able to do that, I mean, Credit,
1: credit to that five-year-old. Apparently, uh, was, as soon as they open the trunk, they're just these two kids just tears just like, pouring down their face. Now, I, I say this all the time. I say it all the time. Talk to me again about how there shouldn't be tests to let people whether or not they procreate. Tell me again how it's just your right to do it. I I mean, I guess, as we're burning through the planet's, you know, limited resources at an alarming rate because we're letting idiots and mouth-breathers and flat-footers like this dumb lady in Utah have kids. What are we doing? If, uh, I, all I ever hear from parents is the hardest job in the world. When the yeah. too many of you are doing it, yeah. if it's the hardest job in the world, then no, there's no way all of you are qualified for it. Not even close.
0: Point. Very, very, very valid point, <laughs> right? dude.
1: It's the hardest job ever. Well, you ain't making the grade.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm just telling you. I, I have to assume, and I mean, I've seen it, so I, I know it to be fact that like taking your kids shopping has oh, to be the biggest, bitch. biggest pain in the ass in the world. I mean, you see it all the time. You've got single moms. Running around and there's three kids running around her. She's got one in the in the in the in the the shopping cart, and it seems awful. They're all asking for stuff. You look into the cart. No, we're not not buying that, right? And you can just see it's stuff for them. Has to be super expensive, but you can't (sighs) leave them. You can't leave them in the trunk.
1: You You can barely leave them in the car.
0: Well, Uh, we're getting to that time of the year where that story
1: is coming soon, any minute now, right? Any minute, uh, the first kid dead in the car because of the heat is happening so much so like i pay attention to this stuff now like the other day all right i stopped at little caesar's to grab like a you know stop and go pizza the other day for lunch and so like i was in there and i like saw i was standing behind the the reason why i noticed is i was standing behind the woman she was like trying to decide what to get for all seven of the kids she's like well you know i got about seven kids and like what do i do with this seven kids and seven dollars and she's like, (laughs) like how do i make this work what do i what do i do and what you know this whole thing and then so you know the you know they 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 take care of my order I grab my thing and I walk out and then all the kids are in the car. And I was like See, when I was growing up 1988, you could totally leave me in a car like that. That was no big deal. Now, like, am I supposed to call the cops? Like, she's just in there getting pizza, but, like, what the hell? Like, I don't know. Are you allowed to do that now? I don't know.
0: And uh, what's the right way? Should I leave the car running, therefore, the air conditioning can be on? No way. You start moving things. Right. The kid moves that gear shifter or whatever. It's over. But I turn the car off, and then all of a sudden, dude, we're, we've turned it into a pizza oven, and, dude, the little kids are coming out like hot and sweaties, dude. I mean, now, that's not
1: good for anybody. Personally, I think maybe what stopped me from, like, screwing around in the car. As I knew, dude, my dad will beat the living crap out of me if I drive this car right now, if I do anything I'm not supposed to be doing. But you can't lock kids in the trunk of a car. And again, Joey tweets this in, and I'm sure people say this kind of stuff all the time. And it's a little too basic knowledge for it to really be applicable in the world. But he's like, you know, I need a license to catch fish. And yet any jackass can have a kid. Now, that's making it a little too easy. All right. I understand that. And I know I can't like New World order it. Like, nope, we're gonna be, you know what right. I mean? We're marching little girls off cliffs. No, I mean that's not what I'm saying.
0: And like, what are we gonna do? Are we are gonna start like, uh, you know, putting birth control into women as they're born? Fluoride and, well, you, in you, the water. When you pass this test, I, like I, that's I when want, you're.
1: Yeah, I want chemical castration coming from the faucet. Put it in. Put it in the bottled water. It's just. It's all I ever hear. Hardest job ever. Well, there's no way all of you are good enough at it. Then what the hell are you doing? And like this is the thing if you can't figure out how to take the kids into the store don't take the kids to the store hire like a local I don't know 17 year old to like babysit your kid the way every generation before you did it. What the hell are you doing? You can't stuff kids. I can't believe. I cannot (laughs) effing believe this. Everybody always says to me, you don't know anything about raising kids because you don't have them. How come I know I'm not allowed to shove them in trunks then? How come I know that? Oh, my God. I may have an aneurysm over here over two kids I don't care about from Utah of all freaking places. Stop shoving your kid. What am I telling you that for? You're not doing
2: that. It's not like
1: this isn't excessive. All right. All right. Take a
0: breather, dude. Go go take a walk, man. You need you need to breathe right now.
1: Yeah, I'm a I'm a yeah, I may blow a gasket here. All right. Fantone has no idea what we're gonna talk about next. Right. But I guarantee all of you, he'll end up saying six words that make you want to throw up in your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) That will happen next on the Stansberry Show. Canton's Rock Station, Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Still to come, 9 o'clock is New Tour Tuesday, brought to you by the Hard Rock Rock scene on Northfield Park there. You're getting new Selena Gomez, new Chris Stapleton, new Hell Yeah, all part of that. Also, you'll get hooked up with a pair of Guns N' Roses tickets as well. Very excited for that show in October. Want to go to that.
0: Yeah, it's an exciting show. Um, I've been trying to find out who that opener is going to be. Um, Royal Bloods, one of the rumored, Deftones, uh, ZZ Top as well. And right before they come back and do the Cleveland show, they are in South America. Okay. And who's opening there, I don't think is going to be the same band opening, but in that South America leg, uh, The Who is opening for
1: Guns N' Roses. Wow. Wow. I would have never saw that one coming. Now, I'm a huge Deftones fan, so I, w- I would totally be okay with that. But for my money, give me ZZ Top. Yeah. More hits. Yeah. I love the Deftones. Great band. But ZZ Top, I think, fits the bill a little bit better. It's more same thing, closer, and that's just four hours of nothing but good. So I, I'm fingers crossed on ZZ Top. That would be amazing, but we have not heard who's opening up that show as of yet. But you'll get hooked up with a pair of tickets around 9:30 this morning. So Fantone's been in his relationship for quite a while now.
0: Indeed, 30 years almost at this point. Like it's like a full three. Jeez Louise, time flying by.
1: Coming up on a on a long time there. Yeah, pretty much as soon as this show started, I started dating my girlfriend. Which, by the way, yeah. June 4th is the three-year anniversary of this program. So next week. Yeah, next week. So it's been a while since you've had a one-night stand. Yeah. Okay. And people were asked about their one-night stands and asked to sum them up in a short six-word sentence. Okay. And, of course, some of these then... Ended up coming out to be pretty funny. Of course. Now, you know what? We'll put a bit of
2: it. All right. Put it it in
1: there. (laughs) I'll tell you about my last one-night stand. When the time comes. Okay. So some of these are pretty easy, and exactly what you would think they would be. This one, too drunk, don't remember it. That's Alex, 38 years old. Carrie, 33, says forgot his name, still don't know. feel like those are pretty easy. Francesca twenty nine says had Sublime Poster on his wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm probably not able to perform at that point. Laurie 26, he puked on my favorite houseplant. Oh. That would be rough. That would be enough. Or, or rough. Um Kelly, 32. Was pat on the head goodbye. I don't know if I buy that. I believe some of these are going to be – I'm just going to try to be funny. James 34, six words to sum up my last one-night stand. James 34, her drunk friend used the N-word. Ugh. At that point, I'd be like, all right, yeah, get me out of this house. Yeah, it's her drunk friend. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: What do you care? I can't
1: blame her, but, I mean, it is her friend. Mandy 35, his girlfriend's call woke us up. That would be awkward. That would be an awkward way to end a uh, a one night stand. Although, what are you doing sleeping at the person whose
2: uh,
1: one night stand you're having? I guess it depends on your level of intoxication. There, you know what I mean. I, I, yeah, I, that's true. You know, it could go either way. Janae, twenty three, penis was so tiny, I laughed. He, okay, but then did you go through with it? Because I don't believe you. Like, you, so you laughed in his face at, at the size of his penis, and then you continued to have sex with him? I don't buy that. Man. Nor do I buy the fact that he went on
0: with it. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you laughed in his face, if you kind of laughed to yourself, but still at that point, why wouldn't you remove yourself from the situation? But I feel like there's a, bri- you know, a point of no return, you know, a bridge too far, where it's like, dude, I'm already here. We're already naked. Ah, well, let's just do it. Let's just roll through with it.
1: Just keep making mistakes. Right.
0: Uh, right. Exactly. Okay. All right.
1: Um, Melissa, thirty-seven, noticed post-coitus, which who speaks like that outside of Sheldon? Two bikes, pink towel. I don't, under, I, I don't, I, I don't see why that would be. His girlfriend had a bike, and there's a pink towel on it.
2: Ah, like two okay. Toothbrushes.
1: All right, all right, okay. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, you all you cheaters, all you dirty cheaters out there. Um, the one woman, Colleen, twenty-eight, says he insisted I pet his cat. What's so weird about that? I don't think that's weird. I mean, aren't you normally going to pet the um, the animal?
0: I mean, insisting that you do though—it's like, okay, we came home from the bar, and we're all hammered, drunk, and like, no, you have to pet my cat. I can see how that's weird, especially it's a guy, dude. Like, what? I mean, people out there think that oh, you are a guy that has a cat. It's weird. So making somebody pet it, I can, I can see that.
1: We're talking about uh, how people are summing up their one night stands in six words. Sex so bad we conversed during. Drew says. Well, I mean talking during sex can be whether or not it's be good or bad. I, I
0: well, it, it depends on the kind of talking. If you're talking about like things the news. It, right. If you're Did you having see what a, Trump
1: tweeted? If you're having a conversation, that's probably not the kind of talking you want to be doing there. JD38 writes lots of bite marks didn't ejaculate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well that's I mean that's that's not the way sex is supposed to go there. Courtney38 writes skid marks on my new sheets. Oh. That's disgusting. That's terrible. Now I don't know this, but I'm going to guess it, that if you were unclean to the point to where you're going to leave skid marks on somebody else's sheets, Mm -hmm. isn't that something you were going to smell in the removal of underpants? Under the, you know, as you're removing the undergarments, aren't you going to get a waft of that?
0: Did he just, you know, drop trowel and go into it? Uh, yes, I would think in an intimate situation, but like, if you're both drunk, once again, you're kind of not paying attention to things and you're kind of like, eh, who cares, whatever. And, and, Dude, but come on, like, you have to have known that you weren't wiped properly. <laughs> like, dude, I mean, you got to know, right? Who's walking away from the toilet not wiped properly? If that is an issue for you and on a regular basis you're getting any sort of skid mark, dude, you really need to reevaluate your, your wiping. You do.
1: Okay. <laughs> I, I know we're supposed to be on opposite ends of things a lot, and we're supposed to, you know, the yin and the yang of the conversation there, but no, I'm, I'm, I'll go sign that. Yeah, you do. Lynn, 46, describes her last one-night stand in six words by saying, insane roommate chased us with gun. Jesus. Okay, a lot going on there. A, you had a roommate chase you with a gun. Lynn, you're 46 years old. What the hell are you doing having one-night stands? So, like, so there's kind of that. And what the hell are you doing having a one-night stand forty six with somebody who has a roommate? You're almost 50. What the hell are you banging people with roommates for? Right? I mean, I don't mean to be judgmental on people. Sometimes your life puts you in a, in a weird spot and you got to do stuff. But that seems very strange to me. Could you sum up your your last one night stand? Do you even remember? Honestly, I don't remember
0: my last one night stand. Um, but if I'm going to sum up Right them, now your mom's proud. I'm <laughs> very proud of that. If I'm going to sum all of them up um, the way I would do it in six words, um, less frequent than you would think though. So, so those are my six words right there. So I, you've had less one night stands than people would think. I, I, I'm not going to lie about it. At the end of the day, I feel like I've had probably more lovers than the average, you know, than the average person, but a majority of them were repeat offenders. Like very rarely was it just like one night I went out, met somebody, banged them and never talked to him again. That's, that's not a
1: common story for me. I've always ran um, under this guideline. Anything that's good enough for me to do once, I'm probably going to do twice. Meaning if I'm going to have sex with you, it's probably going, I'm like you, I'm going to like, let's, I like frequency, I like comfortable, but I've definitely had a, I've had one night stands. And actually the last one I had, I didn't really know was going to be a one night stand. I wasn't really expecting us for us to have sex at the end of this night. We went out with, you know, it was me, her, and I, and a couple of you know other friends, two friends. We all went out and had a couple of drinks. Next thing you know, everybody ended up back at my place, and sex went down. And midway through, I mean, I was enjoying myself. I wasn't like God, I'm bored through this. Right. Like I was enjoying myself, but I, I I did think to myself like I wasn't really planning on this to happen, and so like I don't know how I'm going to handle this moving forward. Like I don't really see this going much further than that and I didn't want to upset anybody but it's like well I mean we're naked now right like I
0: said I mean you you go past the point of no return you cross that bridge and it's like well here we are doing this so that's how it happens yeah and it's 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 a common story and you know what I think I can remember my last one night stand it was in Canton Um, yeah it was (sighs) because it was well it was it was it was somebody it was was somebody I met at (laughs) Buzzbin love connection made at Buzzbin and if I'm going to sum it up in six words kept an eye on my stuff like i did not want this chick stealing from me dude just like he like what like bitch you better not it's see time for you
1: to go see he delivered i knew he would <laughs> i knew he would i was like dude just talk about genitals phantom will get us home from there new turd tuesday starts next on the sandsbury show new turd tuesday welcome back to the sandsbury show on rock 106.9 we're still holding on to a pair of guns and roses tickets pass those out about 7 45 this morning I'm sorry, 9.45? 7.45, 9.45. No, 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 I'm not backing up. No, I'm not <laughs> backing
0: yeah, up. We'll do two more
1: hours on no. it. Right. Finish line's right around the corner. I'm not not backing this one up. If you're new to the program, New Tour Tuesday works like this. We play you a song from pretty much any format we can get our hands on and then judge it. We also play some locals from time to time. You can send me those, standsburywrqk.com. Include a bio. Radio edited song. I don't want to have to put work into it to turn to put you on the radio. No, we don't ever do that to put stuff on the radio. We're not doing work. Not starting with you. Come on. Come on. That's not the way that's going down. But we will start today's episode. With new Selena Gomez. Now, this is a young woman who once upon a time had been tied to, uh, well, to Beebs, right? Yeah, this was a, a former Bieberette, I think they call her. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, dude, uh, she was a
0: Disney chick. I think she was on one of those Disney shows. Not Hannah Montana, but one of those Hannah sure. Montana-esque shows. So uh, a, a former Disney chick here.
1: And uh, her new song is
0: called Bad Liar. Selena Gomez pretty hot Yeah, she is hot And her songs are always very She old enough to be hot? Yeah I Okay I was
2: walking down the street the other day Trying to distract myself But then I see your face Oh wait, that's someone else Trying to play a Trying to make it disappear But just like the Battle of Troy There's nothing subtle here I am. In my room there's a king-sized space Bigger than it used to be If you want, you can rent that place
1: This is not what I expected it to be not at all. This sounds more like a cell phone commercial song than it does like uh, a pop record for Selena Gomez. 100% correct.
0: Right?
2: right? But she's probably
0: like, oh, I'm an artist now. I'm not I'm not banging Justin Bieber and I'm not a Disney princess anymore. I'm going, oh, anymore. Harry Styles. Right, and I'm going in my own direction. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure you are.
2: But
0: she does have a hot voice. I always feel like her songs, I'm like, oh, yeah
1: that breathy like <laughs> yeah she's yeah I, I i know what you mean
2: ooh, here it i goes oh, I'm, trying, I'm, trying, I'm, trying, yeah. I'm trying i'm trying i'm trying i'm trying i'm trying i'm trying
0: she let that go try to write a better song next time selena
1: I want to like this part of the song more. Like, yeah. I like the beat back. The beat change in there was really good.
2: Oh, yeah, this is. There's
0: potential there. Like, there's something here where it's like, okay, it's going to happen now, and it hasn't happened yet.
1: Yeah, I want to like it more than I do. Because there's building blocks on it.
2: Ooh, It's up a fraction of my mind.
0: Like, that part's okay. That
1: part's not the worst, yeah.
2: every time I watch you serpentine, oh, I'm trying, I'm trying.
1: Selena Gomez. Bad liar. Bad song. Yeah, not the best. I don't know if I know any of her other things. I'm sure I've heard them, but like I, I cannot attribute them to her. You know a couple of them. You've heard them. I mean, she
0: had some like hits, right? Yeah, I mean, she certainly. It's, this isn't her first her first attempt at it. Um, even though it totally sounds like it is. It sounds yeah, like, that did sound like a first time. It sounds like your fourteen year old niece got a karaoke machine. Um, but I think a big part of what her problem is is she has that like airy voice that like kind of sounds hot. But if you're going to put it against a very basic beat, you don't hide much of it. You don't. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's like, fair
1: point. I mean, she sounds like sex. Like, that's true. That right there sounds like that should be in somebody else's song. Not That feels like that should be the hook on, like, a rapper's song versus, like, this being her song.
2: Oh, my God.
1: Yeah, that was not good right there. You didn't try at all. Yeah,
0: this is like the opposite of trying. This is just like, yeah, yeah, we did it, whatever, it's good enough. A.K.A. The Sansbury Show. That's right. We're here.
2: With my feelings on fire, guess I'm a bad liar. Now, see,
1: like that there, yeah. I feel like it could be catchy enough, though, where if... You ever hear a bad song, but radio won't let it go, and so sooner or later you find yourself like a half of a fan of it because it's just been banged in your head so many times? Yeah, I know
0: about pop radio. I know about top 40 (laughs) stations. I get that, dude. I I know what those are.
1: I I feel like that record could absolutely do that, where right now it sounds very bad to me. But three months in, uh, you know, is it going to catch me as I'm flipping through stations on the way home? I don't know. Fans, don't give me the vote there. It's a turn. Like Selena
0: Gomez in the sense of, I mean, as far as like pop chicks go, I think she makes pretty decent music and her voice is not bad i think she has a nice sounding voice like i said it's very sexual and that usually plays well in 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 pop chick songs yeah um but there was just something that was left desired there it just felt like a half finished song
1: yeah i i we totally agree here i i'm gonna vote turd as well it's tur turd and i felt like like the beat had a lot yeah a lot of potential. Yeah. There was a lot of stuff going on there. Probably a decent album track. Was surprised they submitted it to try to be a single off of said album. First
0: single. It's not like this is like the fourth or fifth single, and you're like, yeah, hey, whatever. The pen's dry. This is the first single out. That's not a good. It's not a good showing there. Something and I up. really,
1: I really shouldn't have an opinion on this either way. But I've always been more team Demi uh, Lovato oh, okay. than I am Selena Gomez. Oh, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll take Demi Lovato there. We have the new Chris Stapleton. Either way is the name of that. You get it next on the Sansbury Show. New Tur Tuesday. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Online for you, WRQK.com. In the middle of New Tur Tuesday. Now already played you the first Selena Gomez, Bad Liar was the name of that. We felt like bad song. Yeah. That was not the best. That was not the best offering. No. Of that young woman. She's no Demi Lovato. Selena Gomez. Finding out about me that I'm a little bit of a Demi Lovato fan. We try to play a country song every week as well. But it's
0: a rock station, Stansberry! It's a rock station! Yeah, shows
1: mass appeal. People who don't like rock music tend to like the program as well. And I don't want to leave them out. Yeah. And Chris Stapleton is supposedly the the real country guy. He ain't like the rest of that bro country crap. And that's why I couldn't wait. When I saw the new Chris Stapleton song, I was like, oh, I can't wait. Because it's going to be riddled with all the similar kind of phrases that you would kill Jason Aldean for. Remember his first song? "You, You only need a roof when it's raining. No, Chris. I actually need a roof all the time, buddy. Dude, I need a fire for other stuff just besides when it's cold, and you would have murdered Jason Aldean for lyrics like that, but Chris Stapleton's real country. Those arguments make me crazy. It makes me absolutely crazy. It's like when people tell me, music's too produced. Really? Go home and turn on Netflix and watch the documentary called The Wrecking Crew back in the 60s when artists didn't even hear their record until the record came out. The artists didn't even hear the record until it came out, and they just put their photos on the front of it. You're telling me music's more produced today? Keep screaming at the top of your lungs, no-nothings, because you don't know any goddamn thing. New Chris Stapleton, either way now. He does have a good voice, this guy, though.
2: We pass in the hall On our way to separate rooms The only time we ever talk Is when the month the bills are due We go to work, we go to church We fake the perfect life Pass the to give them And all my tears are crying.
1: I was giving him credit for his voice. I
2: won't love you either way.
1: All that sounded very strange. Yeah, when he pushed there, I
0: mean... It all sounded very, very strange. If that was live, okay, that's what you deal with. Right. But dude, get in there and cut those vocals again and you just bring it down a little bit. Yeah. You, don't, you don't have to push
1: so hard. Yeah, so far it sounds like his other songs that were a little bit more sped up or were hiding some deficiency in his voice. Oh,
2: you yeah. I mean, that's,
1: a sh- that's Struggle City right there. Yeah, that's karaoke struggle, though.
2: Right. But I won't love you either way.
0: And I mean, I understand, you know, obviously different songs are going to challenge you in different ways. Sure. But like playing this acoustic, you probably should have known, like, eh, back that one up a little bit.
2: It's been so long since i felt anything inside these walls can't hang, you can't hurt. What? I, I, I mean, right? What? I mean, right? <laughs> what, are we, what are we doing right now? I mean, this is the guy everybody was
1: telling me was going to save country music. He's going to save it. And I'm going to take a nap in the middle of this song. And, I, dude, I'm going to his show later this summer. I can't wait. Can't wait. But, I mean, this song, I mean, honestly, this is like funeral procession slow.
2: Anything's at these walls. You can't hate, you can't hurt, and you don't feel it all. I used to cry and stay nights and wonder what went wrong.
1: Dude, these lyrics are bad. Yeah, we've talked about this. All lyrics are bad. All lyrics, that's my point, is that they're all bad. Quit this busting on Jake Hall. Owen. But you can bust on Jake Owen for a different sound, right? Yeah, I suppose. But it's not... That it's not, but, but pretending that there's these these big, vast differences in these artists is craziness because there isn't.
2: It's been hard, hearts can only do that for so long. You're not the best showing here. We can just go on. Say the world will call it quits Baby, you can go You can't stay but I won't love you either way
1: What is that? I, I know that chord. I, I mean, it's... That, that guitar part sounds straight lifted from something I know. I just can't put my finger on it. Probably. Yeah, I, but, I mean, welcome to music. Yeah. It's all paint by numbers. Fantone, give me the vote there.
0: It's a turn. Uh, now, listen, I am certainly not a, uh, a, a, an advocate for bro country or anything like that, but Chris Stapleton's one of those guys where newer country where I'm like, all right, man, I kind of dig that sound. That guy's not the worst in the world. But, man, oh, man, was that song bad. I mean, and I understand, dude, you got a breakup song and you got a slow it down song. You got a little bit of a ballad right there. Um, but just just but be good at it, just,
1: right? Snoring through it um, when you don't home have sweet home is a ballad, but it's still a hit in 2017 the way it was
0: in 1986. When you don't have a really strong voice to kill, you know, it's much like that Selena Gomez song where you can't hide, hide yeah, where you hide can't it. hide behind right. something. And uh, dude, I don't know how on earth I could ever kick the dust up to something like that, dude. Never once did
1: he say anything about red dirt roads, nothing. No, there were no red dirt <laughs> no roads, no dipper, no
0: kicking the dust
1: up, dude. I can't get down with that one. I think we're finding out why. I want to hit because I'm with you, dude. Gotta vote a turd. It's a uh, turd. That, my friends, was a big old stiff <laughs> from Chris Stapleton. As I, you know, the guy, he's gonna save it though. He'll save it. Don't worry. Ridiculous. New Hell Yeah Love Falls next on the Stansbury Show. It's a turd or not. New Turd Tuesday. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 1069. Ending New Turd Tuesday. Still have those GNR tickets as well, too. We'll pass oh, those yeah. out here shortly. 1 800 243. 7625, the number you'll need on those. Already played you the new Selena Gomez, Turd, Bad Liar, Bad Song. New Chris Stapleton, either way. Wow, big ol' stiff. It yeah, was only one way, it yeah, the bad way. It was the bad way. Big ol' stiff out of Chris Stapleton. Now we have uh, Hell Yeah, is the name of the band, made famous by their song Alcohol and Ass. That was probably like, their biggest song do you cons- I liked Hush a lot. Yeah, it's some good, it's some good L. Yeah songs. I liked Hush a lot.
0: Um, do you consider them a super group?
1: Yeah, I kind of have to be, right? I mean, right. it's like most of Pantera and Chad Gray from Mudvayne. So I mean. Is they, Mudvayne, was Mudvayne enough to consider him to be, like, super, I don't know about that, but... They,
0: they always just felt to me like they were a different band. I never look at them as like, yo, dude, that's that's Mudvayne and Pantera up there. Because and, they don't sound like either one. Yeah, that's why I always, I don't want to say they're not a super group, but it always just seemed to me like, if you didn't know that they, it was Mudvayne and, and Pantera up there, you wouldn't necessarily figure it out.
1: I guess Chad Gray's one of those guys, he's the lead singer, he was the lead singer of Mudvayne, I, I guess he's one of those guys that had, like, a bunch of Southern influence and his you know, oh, yeah. thing, but never really released it in the mud thing they kept mud very metalish and never really and so like he wanted to like kind of tap into that part of his artistry if i'm gonna say it that way okay and so and so they kind of have used hell yeah as that outlet it's kind of a dumb name for a band i mean but i mean band names are one of those things it, it you know mean, like a lot of them. I mean, do like Kiss was a good name for a band? Right. No, right. no. Kiss was a very bad name for a band. Um, but for
0: a a, a beer drinking, whiskey drinking. Hell yeah, hell man. Hell yeah.
1: I mean, that's really what I think of with I'm, this band. When, and see, the moment I hear hell yeah, I think infield at the NASCAR race. Like, that's the band who should play the infield at the NASCAR race every week. And I'm sure if we ask
0: the good people in, hell yeah, like, yo, do you guys want to do this at this NASCAR show? No, hell yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> hell yeah. I ain't doing no Indy 500, bowl. Like, of course they'd want to do the NASCAR, dude. Of course
2: oh, they would.
1: Their new song's called Love Falls. Let's take a listen. I'm not going to lie. I was a little worried I hit
0: the wrong song, but this okay. is it. Bad terror! What vein! It just works. Here we go.
1: didn't know that one was coming. I didn't know no. I was going to cut myself deep there. Didn't no, know it. Nope, the cut's run deep. Didn't know the cut was going to run deep I there. I hate my stepdad. <laughs> God, I want this to be more produced. I can't hear a word he's saying. Yeah. just think he's got a cool voice oh my god hold on a second though did i hear that right every time i fall in love it falls out of me is that what he said
2: oh my god
1: Every time I fall in love, it falls out of Oh my god, that's funny. A stone, the brick inside my chest alone,
2: cause every time I fall in, love falls out of me. Love
0: falls out of me. Love falls on me. Come on now. I'm um. vocally, it sounds like he's a little bit more mud-veiny
1: than he has been in past Hell Yeah songs. Which, good. Give me some of that. I really like when he kind of brings that yell out. I really like the way he sounds.
2: Alright,
1: you You know what I've... uh, uh, For me, this is... This is an early vote here, right. but for me, this sounds like <laughs> what this. It sounds like what would be a really good dope song is just an okay. Hell yeah, song. Okay, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. There kind of sounds like dope, and it's like this would be a great swing for dope because they're just okay. But hell yeah it has the it has the ability to be a little bit better. It kind of feels like not so up to par for them.
2: Have you ever
1: Just all the kinds of
0: rocks. Every last kind of rock you can find listed. Wouldn't it make more sense if he said love falls on me, not out of me? I don't get what, how is love falling out of you? Like, what is love falling on you? Okay, well then I kind of get it. You got crushed, but like falling on you? What are you talking about? I
1: think maybe it's dirty. All
0: right, is that is that really what he's saying? Is I'm, I'm, I'm orgasming? I I, 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 I I don't get it. I don't I don't I don't get this. I, no, I, I I I was stretching. I don't know. And that doesn't
1: fall out of you.
0: I mean. Like, just wait. <laughs>
1: Maybe not at 33, it don't. Just wait. <laughs> oh, yeah, by all means, let's get some of that in there. Okay. I, 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 I.
0: That's what the song was missing.
1: You needed that.
0: Oh, now he's singing through clenched teeth because he's so. I mean, dude,
1: like here's the, the other part It's like, dude, you can quit writing this song really easy. Quit banging the girls at your shows in Green Fishnet. Stop doing it. I know the black shorts, Green Fishnet. Oh my god, tattooed sleeves. She's so hot. But she's a mess, Chad Gray. She's a mess. <sighs>
2: Choke, cause every time I fall in,
1: falls out of me I'm like a rock, a stone like, this part should be better
0: I mean, especially when you consider who it is I mean, dude, we're talking about Pantera with Mudvayne Like, yeah, that should totally sound better
1: You think, alright, look, that's an interesting question when Phil Anselmo, yeah. former singer, former singer of Pantera, yeah. hears this, is there jealousy in this, or is he like, you know what, I don't have to do that?
0: Yeah, probably. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think some of the hits, it's probably been like, son of a bitch, dude. Like I've they really... kind of cashed in, right, right, right. Where I mean, like, let's be real. What has Phil done that's been like commercially successful? Nothing. I love Pantera.
1: Nothing. I love Down. I love Superjoint. But let's be honest. They haven't reached like what's going on with this.
0: Bill's probably just more concerned about White Pride, I would assume. But oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah,
1: that's right. Turns out, turns out those Confederate flag T-shirts Pantera put out. (laughs) Turns out that wasn't an accident. (laughs) hey dude they're about to play the new one let's go get a beer there's new hell yeah Love falls out of them, apparently, yeah. uh, <laughs> on uh, Nude Tur Tuesday. Fanto, give me the vote, though. It's a uh,
0: I wanted to like it, man. I was excited. The first two songs were so bad. I was like, dude, yeah, hell yeah, it's coming in. Hell
1: yeah, hell yeah, it's coming in. I was all excited. That was not a good song at all. I have been a fan of the band. I'll take Moth, I'll take Hush, I'll take all that's alcohol and ass. I feel like, dude, Rock 1069 should be playing alcohol and ass three times a day. Yeah. Like, that's that song. That's just that song. I like the band. I wanted to like it, but that was a big ol' Swinging a miss out of hell yeah there. That's a turd. It's a turd. Guns and Roses are playing the Q in October. We're going to get you hooked up right now. We'll take caller 20, 1-800-243-7625. Again, that number, 1-800-243-7625. And aside from that, we are done for the day. Be back at it live tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. on Rock 106.9. Have a great afternoon. See ya.